Hey, Supernatural fans. We are so glad to be back. And tonight we are discussing Gorgons, Michael using Rowena as a vessel, and Jack, did he defeat Michael for everyone? All that and more coming at you right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's going on? Yay! You guys were back. We had a little month-long hiatus and break to prepare us for what was going to happen today. I'm still not prepared. This was, was a lot to take in. It was in. a lot to take in, wasn't it? So much. Oh, my gosh. So much to take in. You guys... We've got a new permanent panel member. I'm going to introduce him right now. This is Brendan. Hi, guys. I'm Brendan Haley. <laughs> Yay. Oh, thank you. And we also have the lovely Cherry. Happy Supernatural Thursday. And we're missing Jackie Ray today. Maybe one day we'll have all four of us here when, you know, like, it's just going to work out one day. When the apocalypse happens and we need our combined strength. <laughs> yeah, our, our forces become one. Yes. That yes. is one that will happen and we will all be here. Hey, y'all. My name is Lindsay Wagner. So glad to be back with you guys and talking about Supernatural today. I loved this episode. Initial impressions aside from just not feeling prepared for it. <laughs> well... Ooh. I mean, I don't... Okay, I'll go. You first. I'll go first. Um, I... Wow. I have no words. Um, <laughs> you verklempt. I know. Between Jack and Rowena having that face-off at the end and the um, bit with Michael escaping and the Gorgon, like, there was so much to take in with this episode because... And I think I was telling Cherry right beforehand, I thought this was going to be a monster of the week episode. I thought it was going to be standard. You know, it would be fun, but ultimately, it might, you know, we might get a nugget of plot that would move it along. And they just turned it out in the last act. <laughs> I could not believe it. I was so excited. <laughs> Cherry. I'm always happy to see Wina, my favorite witch. Yeah, girl, come and bring it. It was such a fun episode. It was... I think it was so freeing because they know they have season 15. And so this is a build up for what's going to kind of happen next season. But it was a great episode. The Gorgon was surprisingly scary. And that kitchen in that first murder victim's house, I was like, dude, I moved to New Mexico to live in that house. Oh my gosh, yes. It was nice. Gorge. I mean, he wasn't <laughs> bad either. I liked him. <laughs> I thought he was cute. Noah, the Gorgon? Yeah, I, I like my men a little psychopath. Yeah, no, I, 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 he, he had it. He had a thing. He looked like he could be a douchebag a little bit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm attracted to. Of course I am." <laughs> I like my bad boys. <laughs> uh, I, I really actually enjoyed the episode too, and I thought we were going to get a monster of the week episode. And I think you're right, Cherry, that because we know we have season 15 coming up, it gives us a little leeway and a little space to kind of, you know, come up with some really fun stuff and see where they're going to take it next season and kind of get potentially maybe get Michael out of the way already, which I don't think any of us were prepared for. I think we thought this was going to go all the way to the end. I think we definitely thought we were going to lose someone really important in defeating Michael. So there's just so much we're going to talk to you guys about today. This Gorgon, this really handsome Gorgon guy that you know, we're slightly scared of, but we also find very attractive, even though he's eating body parts of people. But I mean, isn't that romance in a nutshell? You <laughs> kind of are attracted to it, but you're also a little bit afraid. Yeah, it's, it's good. You should, it, anything that's worth doing, you should be a little bit scared about. Yeah. And we all want a man who can cook. 
I want a man that can <laughs> maybe, cook body parts. Maybe not like a liver. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a nice vegetable yeah. dish. Or... A picante. Yeah. Some red wine. We're gonna talk about Tapas. We're gonna talk about Jack and using his soul and these angel wings that we saw, and we're gonna talk about Rowena as a vessel. We've got all of that. All right. First, first, let's talk about this Gorgon. Let's talk about Noah, um, who's just chopping people up. He's got his little pet snake. He's pulling out eyeballs and eating them and cooking up livers. And I mean, he's putting breadcrumbs on, and he's going the, for the full the full deal. He had a stove full of dinner, ready to go. Testaments. But he also sees into the future. Mm-hmm. And these are green eyes. Have we seen green eyes before? Green eye, green flashed no, eyes. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. I love it. I think we've because, seen yellow. Because yeah, yellow, orange. blue, red. We kind of get all these different pur- purple. I feel like we get all these different colors and they mean different things. And this is a nice one because it's seeing something in the future. So he knows he's prepared for Sam and Dean to come after him. And I loved his little note he left for Dean <laughs> saying, you know, who he can see and stuff because that gives them the insight. Okay, send in the angels. Send me an angel. Um, okay, did you guys know that uh, Jack and uh, Cass are pretty much going to screw it up? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a pairing. Um, <laughs> that alone, I think, should say something like... <laughs> Cass, I would have a little bit more faith in than Jack in that instant. I don't know. What about you? Jack brought it home. Jack brought it home. Unexpectedly. He did. Unexpectedly. (laughs) I love that. Did not. I thought this guy's going to get away. He's been, you know, he goes after this trucker. And we find out kind of where the black soot comes from. It's when he kisses the people, whether it's on their cheek or their lips or whatever. Um, He gets the trucker. He finds this other guy, and we, we learn a little bit more about him and the fact that he's like, if you're quiet, I won't kill you. I won't eat you. But who, at the end of the day, is really, number one, going to believe that? And number two, it's just terrifying in general that you're just like, this psychopath is going to eat me bit by bit, probably while I'm still alive and awake. Uh, well, you know, in his defense, he's a demigod, and he said he was kind of tired of eating people, and that wasn't his first choice. And I like that he was an equal opportunity murderer. He was like, women fight the patriarchy. Pa- patriarchy? The patriarchy. Mis- patriarchy. patriarchy and the there, misogyny. He was and... like, nah, I can't get them. And he was targeting gay men. And I was like, you know what? That's not cool, but hey. Well, I was actually going to bring this topic up because at least in the way I was viewing it, it seemed like he's, you know, Maybe a bisexual Gorgon? I don't really oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, I it's obviously a difficult topic having mm-hmm. someone who's LGBT, possibly, mm-hmm. um, playing a villain on a show or a movie. But, like, it, he's a Gorgon. He's also, what, maybe immortal? I don't really know the logic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... You shouldn't. You can't be tied down to one gender. I I liked it. I liked seeing this yeah. character mm-hmm. as a villain. Maybe not something that you would normally expect. Mm-hmm. He played it well. He's got a great snakeskin a... jacket on. Oh, yes. First off, consistency. Yeah, and then the snake with him. I mean, first off, whoever that actor was, either already liked snakes to begin with. Because <laughs> if I got cast in a role and I was told I was going to be this villain doing this, and then they're like, okay, so you're going to have to wear a snake around you, and you're going to have to sit here and play with it and touch it. I'm... What? Snakes are cool. Like I can, 
I can fake a lot of things. <laughs> I can act like I like a lot of things. I don't know if I could have done that with a snake. Do you think he likes snakes? We gotta tweet him. You guys, tweet this guy. Tweet Noah and find out if if he was into snakes beforehand and actually liked them. Because I have friends that like like snakes and I have no problem. I don't have a problem. A spiders are Spider. mine. Ugh. If that was the character, I, but, that but would a be a snake, test. like just to touch it, but to like wear it and hold it and play with it, mm-hmm. you, you really? Props to, props to both of you. I'm so impressed right now. One of my friends in college had one. They're not cold. They're surprisingly affectionate if they're hand raised. Oh, they're affectionate. Sure, it's going to give you a little hug. <laughs> they little do squeezing give you a hug. hug. They're squeezing. Yes. Oh my, my god. My friends wouldn't like he wouldn't purposely choke us. He'd just hold on enough so we wouldn't drop him. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm I'm I, see, I don't have a problem with snakes, but if you bring up choking, I mean, that's that's life threatening. <laughs> that's different. He wouldn't. He'd purposely make himself loose enough where he wouldn't hurt anybody. Even okay. snakes can be malicious. Well, Dean thinks of it as Medusa from Clash of the Titans, which I was like, yes, great movie, great comic. The original. Loved the original. We also love the remake, but the original. Yeah, we got to go. Dean is classy. Is it Harry Hamlin? Who is the guy? Oh, that God. Is Harry Hamlin, is it Harry Hamlin that plays it? in that yes. movie back in the day. I was like, dang, Harry. <laughs> Um, oh, Robona in our chat says he loves snakes, or she. I'm, I'm she. not going to assume. It's a she. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it's a she. Sorry. She's a she. Robonon's She's a, she. a she. Hi, girl. <clears throat> hey, girl. Um, oh, and that a- was an, one awesome colored corn snake. Oh, added. oh, is that what it Thank was? Thank you. Corn snake. I yes. would never have known. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what it was. I just a, knew it wasn't a rattler or a I'm python. I'm not a snakeologist. Yeah, snake is, is, was that a uh, Robinon? Is, was that a? Is it a poisonous snake? Obviously no. not. Corn snakes aren't poisonous. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, all the people that know about snakes, because I do not. Um, now Jack does save the day. He Yay. he he. You know, swipes his head off, um, and Rowena had made this antidote by going into a vet with. Uh, Sam, which she got to play this other kind of ruse, which was so fun. She was so excited to do something other than pretending to be an F- FBI agent. Did you guys love that? I loved their little Rowena. fight. It was hilarious. I was such a fan of that scene. I there were so many colors to her character. She was just chewing on the scenery. Uh, there there was so much to fun stuff to play with there. She's been posting um, her like makeup being done, like, in a time-lapse kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so neat to watch her from start to finish and, like, how they do her makeup and everything, and I just gotta say, yes, her makeup on today's episode is probably my favorite. It's been of her character as a whole, so her makeup artist, shout out to you, like, Ruth is already beautiful and gorgeous, mm-hmm. but, like, the makeup today was just, like, world my life slayed it she looked really good i mean <laughs> I she always it. looks good. i loved her outfit too me too everything the burgundy She's, yeah and like the, the pants and instead oh, of yeah. like a dress or something i just it was just fun she was fierce tonight she was and i love her i love, love her you. in general i wonder if she knew when she was in here if this was coming up Oh, she I think did because so. she because she said she had like a tidbit, but yes. but then you almost wonder is she going to get to play Michael for longer than an episode because you almost wanted her because she plays it so well. She played it so good, and I loved when Michael reminded her 
you don't fool me. I know you like all them. I was like, before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. She does. She has a heart. She has a heart, and I think she's really grown to love all of them the same way because I think in losing Fergus, mm-hmm. I think she really takes the boys on as kind of like a mothering character as much as she doesn't want to admit that she's older, <laughs> you know? And she does love the boys, and I think this was such a cool way to get Michael out. Well, Michael gets out because, you know, this uh, Noah, the Gorgon, has knocked down Cass. The antidote does not work on him. It does work on the other guy that he had uh, kissed or whatever. Um, So Jack has to use some of his grace on Cass, but Dean is still kind of knocked out, so they go back to the bunker, and Dean has already admitted to Cass. He's worried about Michael being able to get out, and he's not going to let his guard down for a second because he's beating down, and he's got this constant pressure and headache, which is scary because, as he said, let's just do the coffin, then we don't have to worry (laughs) about this. I'd rather not let it out and let it be the issue. And, like, to be fair, these guys are in such a high-stress environment, like, all the time. They really need, like, a moment to chill, like he has none. I, yeah. I wonder if they watch TV or something. Because like, <laughs> where where is their spare time? And you know, they could even be watching After Buzz TV for all we know. I mean, I wish because we got all the shows here. We have everything you can think of. We cater to all the genres, all the types of fun, action, comedy, and supernatural uh, tendencies that you might have. And uh, I just want to say, you know, on behalf of our panel, thank you guys so much for tuning in every week and making us the ESPN of TV talk. And I, uh, I think that if you love us, you should head on over to our YouTube and click that big old subscribe button. Maybe go on over to iTunes and give us some five stars. And uh, if you comment saying that you did so, you might end up on screen. We might chat shout, you, chat. shout you out on the chat right mm. now. So go do that. We love you guys. Thank you. We do love you guys. Thank you for joining us in the chat and talking to us and letting us know your thoughts. Um, we've missed you for the last month. It's been a minute. Oh my gosh. It's, it's been, been a so minute. Long. It just feels so it's long. It's been a Winchester drought. <laughs> it's been a Winchester drought, but yet a rainy, rainy, rainy storm of emotions here, oh, especially yeah. here in Los Angeles. Oh gosh, the rain. It's been a nightmare. Okay, so uh, Sam has now let. They've killed the Gorgon. Jack has saved the day. Uh, Dean has been hit. Michael escapes. And we hear screams. And they go out to the bunker and find who is dead? Who is getting killed? Cherry? All the other hunters and my least favorite. What's her name? Cherry was delighted. Maggie. Bye, Cherry does, Maggie. <laughs> Cherry did not like Maggie. Just in there. First of all, I tried to act like Jack and her are going to date. No. No. And second of all, she was useless. I feel very useless. worried right now because I was definitely that person a few weeks ago who was like, <laughs> they're going to date. <gasps> oh. And it was wrong. I That's was right. wrong. No. By the way, quick shout out to Robina who just said, 
you just subscribed today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank wow. you. We love you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So now Michael is out. He's killed a bunch of people. And, and looks so good in Rowena's and body. And in walks Rowena, and she's just like, hello, boys. <laughs> and this totally different, like, sexy Michael voice. Remember the female that we just saw a few episodes ago that kind of had taken on Michael, and she's this power woman. And I just love the way that all the actors pick up those little traits of what Michael is, whether it's Dean, whether it's Rowena, whether it was this other person or somebody, anybody else. It's I never just even so... thought of that. The challenge mm-hmm. as an actor to, or multiple actors to portray one character. One character yeah. and all share just a little bit to really encompass what it is to be Michael, whether it's a vocal thing. And I mean, Ruth's voice was different. Yes. Her, her um, cadence was different. It was really, I mean, I loved seeing that. And then for her to be, for us to go back and find out why she said yes to accepting Michael because he gave her a choice. Well, to a point. <laughs> he was like, you're going to do this for me because if you don't, I'm going to kill everyone. So you got to do this. Like, she didn't, she was cornered. Well, she yeah. was cornered. Well, yeah, but that's the point, though, was, was for, for them to show us how loyal she is to the boy. Yes. Oh, I see what She's you're very loyal. At. Yeah. Because remember when she they were leaving the vet, she said, remember when I was a villain? And I was like, yes, she was, but now she's a hero. Mm. She's and a she had, And she, Michael had originally given her the option, like, I will let you live. And she goes, I know that fate says that Sam's supposed to kill me, and I'd like to live a little longer, so that's not good enough. What else do you got? I'm like, <laughs> I like that. Yes, girl, you see what you can, what you can get. She and then he was like, he's like, like but I'm not going to play. I'm not here to play. Now your option is you do it. Or I kill all your friends, because I know they're all your friends. So she she had a choice to make, mm-hmm. and she only had one choice, because if she didn't, she knew Michael was going to go back on his word anyway, and kill kill whomever. Yeah. So, and uh, speaking of previous villains who are now heroes, or vice versa, what do we think about Jack? I loved this. I He's was changed. so on board with his character well, tonight. We see her, um, she blinds the boys. Mm-hmm. She stops them from breathing. She pushes them down. Then she pushes, makes them feel pain. And the, meanwhile, Jack is just standing there. And I'm like, Jack's the only one that can save the day here. Mm-hmm. He's, He's the only shock. one. And they start fighting fireball against fireball with each other. And it was enough to get Michael paused for a moment, kind of concentrating on the boys, in order for Jack to just grab Rowena and the soul and the grace and everything come out and I'm like okay well wait he's it's just gonna go into another vessel someone else is gonna accept it but it's almost as if Jack literally talked him out of hurting anyone ever again that's what he says well, I'm, I've been wondering did he I because I'm I'm still not very clear did he burn the rest of his soul and replace it with Michael I think it was like recharging a battery. And I don't think Michael had any, a lot of option as far as bodies go, because he killed all the other hunters. Yeah. Um, The only one he could, he couldn't go into Sam, because I think Sam still has those tattoos where he can't be possessed. I don't think he could go into uh, Castro very easily. 
And so the only option was Jack, and I think his assumption was Jack is weak and he's kind of sick. No, he could probably, he's like, the son of Lucifer. He's, he's got some secret But he got a lot there. of his but grace and stuff taken out. Let, let's backtrack a little bit because at the beginning of the episode, we do see that Jack is still sick. Jack is still coughing up blood and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Rowena is questioning, wait a second, the last time I saw him, he was literally on his deathbed. Meanwhile, I'm there just like, girl, take a lozenge. Yeah, <laughs> chill. Not giving her any insight on what's actually going on mm-hmm. and she's kind of picking it up along the way because he's using i thought he was using his grace to heal himself but it, yeah it's his soul he's using his soul to kind of heal things but you only have so much to give mm-hmm. number one and then later on she goes there's something powerful in him that's volatile and you need to tell me what this is and they're still like nah you don't need to know you're fine whatever and he uses some of his soul to heal Cass. And Cass is like, you can't keep using this. Save it for yourself. Don't even heal Dean. He's like giving him this talk and telling him how he needs to appreciate the boys right now while he can because it was a pleasure to be with them and to know them. Which was a really, I think, the most touching moment of the episode. Oh, yeah. You're seeing that like father-son moment right there, which is exactly what Kelly said. Take care of my boy. Yeah. And Cass is doing that. And you know, you're getting that really lovely, beautiful moment between the two of them, which is why I think it was so important at the end when Jack and Michael are now fighting each other and blow for blow, and the grace does go up, but he burns it. Is it going into him as just null and void done? Michael's gone for good because he is a hunter, he is a Winchester, and he is Lucifer's son. I was just yes. going to say, Peter D. Supernatural, who of Ian, had just quoted that, uh, my favorite oh, quote you. of the night, by the way. He said, I am Lucifer, I am the son, oh, I am the son of Lucifer, I am a Winchester, gave me all the feels. Yeah, it was yeah. such I a good loved love. That moment. Beautiful. But, okay, so what happens? Is Michael gone for good? I think Michael's gone for good. I think so, too, but this is also a supernatural universe. I feel like there's <laughs> consequences for everything or, you know, there's karma. Things come back. And sure. even if it's not immediate, I feel like there might be something brewing under the surface. I was really impressed with tonight's writer, Steve Yoki, and the director, Amin Katarali, who I believe is a woman, so... Happy Women's Month. Uh, they did a really good job with this uh, episode. I don't think I've ever seen his name before, so I think he might. this might be his first um, exclusive writing episode. But well, congratulations to you. He yeah. encapsulated the feel Fantastic. of Supernatural, but put his own spin on it and moved it along so well to next week, which looks really, really good. Oh, I love it's everything. It's like a scene on a Pleasantville. I was really... Yeah. You just mm. cited my favorite movie. Is it your favorite movie? I love Pleasantville. I am all for, like, anything with the 50s sure. where it looks perfect and... Like the Back it, to the Future scene yeah. when you go back. Yeah, I just, I love that perfection on the top and then there's just, like, darkness and, you know, corruption or something. Or in the case of Pleasantville, uh, the uh, gr- loss of innocence. Like, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah. But this was such... I liked when you see what Jack is becoming in this episode versus when he first became a young, older teenager, young man. Like, I think he's only like 22 or something. Um, oh, in watch- real life. Yeah, okay. yeah. But watching his character progress and all of a sudden really encapsulating 
all the dichotomy of himself, which is Lucifer's son, uh, that he's a Winchester, that he's a hunter. And his time being as a human has really made him grow as a a person or an archangel. I'm not sure what we're calling him now, but those black wings were off the hook. Yeah, the wings. We've got, he's got wings. I, I mean, his growth, I agree with you, Cherry. His growth over the course of us, him just from beginning on and learning what it's like to like live with them, to be a hunter, to be a Winchester, to be Lucifer's son, to fight against evil, to, to figure out the good and find the good in things and just try to be best and for the for the sake of the free free will and the world and he's really becoming a man and i yes. think that's why at least i love him i think all of us because he's one of the most relatable characters on the show he's someone who has this uh, immense amount of power and is just trying to figure it out mm-hmm. much like us with life, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we see Cass do a lot of the time. You um, know? Cass was hilarious. When you talked to that cop who was laughing, is there something funny about this? I was like, yes. Put that hammer God on him, Cass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so we, we, we think something's brewing. We're not 100% sure if Michael is gone for good. You guys, I want to know what you think. So you can either tweet it, you can write it in the comments below the video right now. Um, but let us know if you think Michael is gone for good, that this is this is Sayonara Michael and 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 who you think the big bad is going to be. Ooh. I have thoughts. Because I know you guys he have thoughts. thoughts. And we're going to get we're going to get to predictions in a little bit. Um, you did you say that that was your favorite line in the episode was the one about I'm a hunter I'm the son of Lucifer I'm a Winchester I thought it it brought such an emotional close to what we've seen his arc be the last few weeks or last few episodes rather because um, he's just coming into his own he's learning how to deal with these things but he's also trying to become like these father figures and it's a really beautiful way to close that out while also introducing this possibly dangerous new character side. Do you guys think, because Dean was very worried about this and worried about Michael getting out and how he could have just gone in the coffin with him in the Malik box and been put into the ocean and been gone away forever. Do you think we have to worry about that? I don't think so. I really think Michael's gone. And I think that he was burned up because... Um, Jack was so empty as far as his soul, as far as his his archangel. I think it was sort of like it sucked him in, and Michael's gone now. I do think since there are alternative universes or whatever, angels keep being they're up in heaven causing trouble, and they'll be back down again. I think we'll see another Michael. I just don't think we'll see this particular okay. Michael. And Cherry, usually you usually have a favorite line of the episode as well. What was yours this week? It was Jack's. That it was, was just, it was phenomenal. I mean, it just encapsulated how I love this show that I've been watching for 14 years. And I was like, you know what? I am a Winchester. I'm not Lucifer's son. No, that's But I am me. a hunter. Well, I, I might have to say that that was probably one of my favorite lines, but I also liked Jack's line before uh, when he leaves the vet. And he's like, yeah, I wish that... Uh, <laughs> The nurse would have left the room before uh, she took my temperature. 
Oh, poor, poor Jack. But my favorite acting, because I know I always talk to you guys about this, my favorite acting episode was Rowena playing Michael. I loved it. Kudos to her. I love you, Ruth. You're amazing. And she's just, she is the best witchy out there. Um, but let's get into some predictions right now. Yes. Yes, right? And now, you're after Buzz TV. So we've got a Pleasantville vibe next week, this 50s diner, um, everything. What do you guys think we're going to see next week? What do you think is going to happen with Jack? Who do you think the big bad is going to be? Brendan, do you want to start? Oh, God. Well, first off, I think... I think next week is some kind of parallel universe, mm-hmm. alternate dimension sort of deal. We've seen it before, however many times. Um, and again, no lie, I'm really excited about this one because it's the 50s, so it's going to be stylish. Um, I'm hoping maybe a sort of homage to classic 50s horror movies in a way. Um, you know, that could be a fun... Uh, a fun theme going around. As for Jack, I really do believe that there's something darker gonna that's gonna be rolling out with him. Okay. Hmm, I do not like the Jack Eight. I believe Jack is on his way. I think Castiel and the Winchester's influence will keep him on the straight and narrow. He might like teeter off a little bit, but not out of true evilness. It'll be more along the lines of I think humans should do this to be better humans. Um, I think next week is the setup for the big bad that'll be with us for the rest of the season because it sounds quite monstrous. Okay. And the images just look delightful. What are you thinking? Who do you who are you thinking is going to be the big bad? Do you do you think it's I don't know. I think it's going to be somebody a new, within the group. No. Or do you think it's a new? I think it's going to uh, be a new demon or a new archangel or something that maybe came over with Michael or somebody maybe hitched a ride with Michael. And we haven't seen what's her name lately. Um, Miss Little Spear Chick. Kaya. Oh, Kaya. Because you know she's so mad about him breaking her spear. That's true. So my my weird, odd prediction is I still want to know what's going to happen with Billy. Because she said Dean is going to die. She knows how he's going to die. It's written. It's done. This is this is what it is. So I'm I'm hoping that we're not going to be fighting that reaping that's going to happen. I definitely want to know what's going to happen with Kaya because she said if that spear was gone, Dean was going to have to pay. So perhaps we've got a Kaya and Billy kind of like team up type of situation, and we're fighting that before the end of the season. I, I also want to shout out uh, Peter D. Supernatural Whovian, mm-hmm. um, who is saying maybe Jack can bring back Gabriel. Ooh. What do you guys think about that? What about Adam? Oh. What about Jack Adam getting back. Adam? Oh, wow. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm like thinking of all the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> we could get Excuse so me. many people back through Jack. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. Any previous villains, maybe? Other, you know. I mean, I obviously, I would. I always love having um, um, Lucifer. Not Lucifer. No, I'm done with Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. He's dead. No more us. Lucifer. Uh, no, I. I want um, um, Fergus. Oh, oh, I miss Fergus what's, so uh, what, bad. What's his name? 
You guys, why can't I think of Fergus's real name? Sea sea salt, Samsonite, Samson. That's got it. Um, Okay, somebody please write it in the chat so that I'm not. It's going to drive me nuts otherwise. Sea seagrass. No, it's not seagrass. Um, I'm looking it up because I. Thank you. It's not coming to me. Okay, well we're going to get back to that. We're actually going to let Cherry get to some news for us right now. Then. I am so excited because Mardi Gras had the best king ever. It was our own beloved Jensen Ackles. Check him out. He was the (laughs) crew of Bacchus New New Orleans Mardi Gras Parade on Sunday, March the 3rd. He was the king Bacchus. This year's theme was starring Louisiana, which depicted floats representative of TV shows and movies filmed in Louisiana. Look how dashing he looks. He, he looks does gorgeous look dashing, blue. But let me say, he looks like Henry VIII, <laughs> but I just don't want him smiling. I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, but I just don't want him smiling. Oh. I want him to have like a little smirk. No, he was having a good time. And look at those details on that suit. Look how happy he is. And a crown. Well, he's just so handsome. He's just so handsome. He's a delight. (laughs) And some people may not have realized it. He got to celebrate his birthday in New Orleans. Happy birthday. He celebrated it with pie. What else would he celebrate with? What else would he be eating other than pie? Well, you remember earlier this season, it was eat pie or kill demons. So I guess he plans to eat pie, eat pie and not kill the demons. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, why not both? Sure. <laughs> well, I know what you're doing with your weekend. <laughs> <laughs> foodie, foodie, foodie. And then Misha Collins. Oh, here we go. Eat pie, kill demons. Ooh, and yeah. he was telling That's his the Michael That's ensemble. the look I was looking for, you guys. See that little smirk? I love him when he's smirking. Shall we call it the Henry VIII now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yeah. I love him when he's possessed by Michael. He's so stylish. He is. When he's evil. He's dapper. Uh, so okay, dapper. so what's going on with Misha? Well, now we know why Misha is such a good, kind, giving person. He wrote an article for his local newspaper called the Greenfield Recorder, support local newspapers, about thanking Mr. Haggis for the kindness that he did to him and his brother when they were living in, I believe, Pennsylvania. They were two young boys whose mother and whose mother was struggling because their father wasn't there. And he was delivering papers to make extra money for his family. And he knocked on the door one day and Mr. Haggis took mercy on him and would take him and his brother to the zoo and just culture. It just sounded like such a nice thing. And it made such a good, passionate um, impression on him that that's why I think um, Misha is so passionate about giving back and using his Mm -hmm. platform as Castiel on Supernatural to bring awareness and to help raise funds. I mean, all the cast members do that. They're though. super all generous. Of them are just yeah. very great people. They're very nice. Aww, well, thanks for sharing all that with us. <laughs> My heart. Um, and thank you to Peter D. Supernatural Hoovian Crowley. It's Crowley. Oh my god! <laughs> like Crowley. Crowley. Yes, Fergus. He wrote down Fergus. Um, 
Fergus Roderick McLeod, Mark Sh- uh, Mark Shepard, but <laughs> Crowley. That was the name I was looking for, not Samsonite. The Hunter of the I week. love Crowley. Uh, thank you, thank you so much, Peter D, for for <laughs> saving us, saving us on that because it was going to literally drive me nuts. Um, is there anything else you guys want to touch on about the episode this week, or what you're looking forward to next week aside from Pleasantville? I'm, I have you Pleasantville just on the mind. I'm you sorry. just got Pleasantville. I'm sorry. The I'm outfits sorry. look so cute. They do. So cute. All right. Well, you guys, we're back. We're back all the way till the end. This was episode 14. There are 20 episodes this season, so we are already two-thirds of the way through. Six more episodes left. Brendan, where can everyone find you? You can find me, Brendan Haley, on Instagram and Brendo Hales on Twitter. You can find me, Cherry Underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram. And Tuesdays for the Rookie. And this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you to the new people in the chat that we saw today. Share your thoughts, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.